It's happening. It's We're here. Happening. Oh my God, it's here. You feel We're it? happening. I mean, listen, when I tell you this is the shit right now, <laughs> it's the shit. It is the because, shit. Because, wait, how long? A year? Over a year? Yes, over a year. Just we, over a year. Just over a year we started. We made an episode every year. Every day. Every okay, week. first of all, hi. I'm Michelle Moore. Yeah, I was going to say we should also jump to the fact that we forgot to introduce ourselves <laughs> for like the first six months. Yeah. <laughs> every single time. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Michelle Moore. This is No Lies Detected, a podcast where we talk about the lies you tell yourself and the truths you need to know. And we have a very special guest today. We, listen, when I tell you we have a special guest, y'all just don't even know. Yeah. We have Tony award-winning Leslie Nightingale Odom <laughs> Jr. in the building. <laughs> I will take that as a middle name. I love that. That's a great name. Listen, wow. I'm just, I'm here all day. <laughs> Say hello to the people. Yeah. What's up, people? I'm so happy to be here. We're happy to have you. And um, we... I, I feel like I want to start this by saying please how the how the universe works yes. and how God is just like tell us about the Lord all Michelle. around yeah. us <laughs> how I met Leslie and how this whole thing came to be so I was a big fan of smash a huge fan and uh, it was one of the times when I was I was taking downtime I always take downtimes because you know yeah, uh, the music business does that to you. So I was taking uh, yeah. a downtime and I got, I was just addicted to the show. I thought it was brilliant. And there was a black guy in it. And I was like, I'm always looking for the black people in, in the shows. I'm always looking for black people. Me too. And, <laughs> and um, there was a black guy in the show and I was like, oh, I've never seen him before. He's really amazing. And for the first few episodes that he was in it, that you were in it, you didn't sing. You just, you were just acting. I also really love the fact that you were playing the love interest of one of the main characters. So um, I don't remember his name. I don't remember anybody's right, name. Right. But I loved that. And I love that you kind of just dipped in and out. And you also seemed like this person that just had all the wis wisdom and didn't have time for these people. But you were like, I'm just going to come in and give you what for. And I'm going to head back on, on out. <laughs> and then I remember there was a scene where you were playing... So it's like a play within a play. That was how it was being filmed. Right. It was a play within a play. And there was a scene where you're at a party and you're getting you you were casted as Nat King Cole for the play. Right. Bombshell. Right. 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 And you say and I grew I grew up listening to Nat King Cole. So I'm watching it and he starts singing. And I perked up. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I had to go online. I was like, I never heard of this person. I, I gotta look at IMDb right now. Right, and I at first I thought, is that really him singing? Because you know, TV trickery and all that stuff. I was like, is that really him singing? Mm -hmm. I looked it up, and I was like, man, I'm really interested in like this person's story, like the actor. I was interested in your story, and for from that moment on, I was just like. That per I'm going to know that person. That person's going to wow. be my friend at some point Manifested. in life. Let me pick it up here. I think, I think, so this was like, I was super new to Twitter. I only got a Twitter account because of right. Smash. There was that story. Right? right. And so, like, I mean, I had, you know, 300 followers. Yeah. I mean, truly, like, and I, right. you know, I was grateful for every single one of them. And if somebody would reach out to me, I would respond to every single message. Yeah. And this, this black girl, like, hit me up. Yeah. yeah I, black I, I girl. thought I saw you in London. I was, yeah. that's what it was. I was in London 
And I was going down because I, uh, I was living in London at the time and I was going going down to the tube and I saw this black man coming up and I was like, oh my God, that's the boy from Smash. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is the black man from Smash. <laughs> and I tweeted, I think I just saw Leslie Odom Jr. and I tagged him right. mm-hmm. and he responded and he was like, oh, that wasn't mean me i wish it was right because i was in london yeah he said i wish i was in london and i took that time girl <laughs> to respond back yeah and i said listen i don't usually do this michelle's not ex- excited about talking to anyone on the internet so I'm this not. is a story yeah. that is I just, unreal because you know i'm clairvoyant so i just felt like a kinship with this person mm. i said i was like listen I don't usually do this. I said, but I just feel like you're just so amazing. And I just wanted to t- tell you, I think you're exceptionally talented. Okay, but then wait, because then, so we had that connection, but then we met in randomly in life, yes. right? Then, so, so, right. Okay, so I moved to So Cal- this is the po- important, this, like yeah. third This is the important part. Act. Yeah. We're like, so, so yeah, we have that random connection that, and online. And that was it. And we, never, it. and we never right. talked after that. And I want to say that was like in 2000. Oh, God, I was living in London. So 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. In 2013, I moved to California and I had a show at Room 5. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Room 5. I had a show at Room 5. They don't, ha- they don't have they, it Yeah, anymore. they don't have yeah. it anymore. I had a show at Room 5 and there was a, I was sitting in the back and I remember when I went to go do the show, I was just like, man, I don't know. I, I promoted the show. I did, you know, you do what you do. But, um, <laughs> I was sitting in the back watching people perform and there was a woman on before me. It was a white woman on before me. And I, f- I think you knew her. I did. Yeah. I was, okay. I was there to see her. Right. Exactly. And Katie, 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 Bullock, Katie. Who was right. amazing. Yeah. And yeah, she was amazing. And I was going on after her. So I was sitting down and I'm sitting next to my manager. I'm sitting next to Elliot. Y'all know him as a husband, husband, friend. friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, in walks Leslie in front of my eyes in the dark. <laughs> and I grabbed Ellie's leg and I said, holy shit, that's Leslie. <laughs> and he was like, who? I said, Look, I said, that, that's the dude. That's the dude from Smash. And he goes, oh, shit. He's like, are you going to go say hi? I said, even better. I'm going to ho- hope that he stays here because I. I know I'll get his attention as soon as I open my mouth to sing. Yeah. I know I will. And he was like, okay. I said, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say nothing. She finished. I, st- I got up. Mm-hmm. I went to the stage. Rushing and- to start this first song. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I had already sound checked and I was just like, You're like fuck it. I'll just do vocals. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And I we saw, need to test it. And ah. I saw him. He was, he was with his wife. Yeah. And I saw him. And they were getting up. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> started. I pressed the loop pedal. I was like, hey, hey. I just started singing yeah. in the mic. And he turned around. And I was like, yes. Oh, yeah. Said, that was I the first him. time I'd ever seen anybody use the loop pedal in yeah. mm-hmm. pre- in real life. Yeah. you know. And we stayed for your show. I, I think I recognized you like from... You okay? Twitter. So you you. What happened was no. What happened was, I after that he left. You left after like the fifth song, and 
That night, mm-hmm. I went home. So I never walked up to him. Okay. That mm-hmm. night, I went home. I went on Twitter and I said, I know that for a true. fact I saw Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> and I, I got it this time, and guys. I, and, I, and, I t- and I tagged him and he goes, that was you? And I said, yes. I said, that that's was me on stage singing. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's how it happened. And so, yeah. And so, I mean, like. And then you DM'd me and you said, whenever you have a show in New York, yep. I would love to come. And I said, Funny that I have a show next month, and you were like, "I'm there." Wow, the universe Bitch. is just like B. He said that I was like, "He ain't gonna come to my show." I was like, "He's not coming to my show." <laughs> June thirteenth, I will never forget. It was June thirteenth, two thousand and thirteen. I had a show at um, it was in um, it was it was in the village or or it's Lower East Side. Uh, Rock, uh, not Rockwood. Uh, uh, sidewalk Cafe, living, the Living Room Cafe. Oh, living room. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so right, right below the sidewalk cafe. Right, right. Yeah, the yeah, living room. Right. And I had a show. I had a, a huge, bunch of musicians. I had a, <laughs> right I had a huge show. And yeah. I had uh, some friends with me on stage and stuff like that. We did the whole show. Mm-hmm. And then I'm selling merchandise. And somebody is like, man, good job, man. That was incredible. And I turned around. I was like, holy shit, motherfucker, <laughs> you came. He was like, hell yeah, I came. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> and that was our first time yeah. actually meeting. And did face you come to see Hamilton on that trip? No. What happened was you were. So you, I'm sure this is so interesting. Interesting to you all. Yeah. No, I'm I, sure I just, love They're this. just loving this. Okay, good. So what? So, they just love Michelle not yelling at them, so they're really <laughs> excited to hear her smiling. So, so um, you introduced me to Nic- Nicolette. I introduced you to Elliot, and then you said, "I'm doing a show at the Public Theater." It was Venice. Oh shit! Yes, <laughs> yes, it was it was Venice and pre Hamilton, right? Yeah. And you and you were like, I'm doing this show. I have um, I'm gonna leave tickets for you and Elliot. And I was just like, Holy shit! I mean, like this is I'm feeling a little legit now. Wow. And uh, so we went to the show, and then afterwards we sat with you and Nicolette yeah, we hang, at a we table, and we just like like yeah. talked a little bit, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, we went our separate ways, and it was. It was a mo- moment yeah. I never thought I would see him again. I was just like, that was a really cool moment. Because yeah. you know me. I don't like to latch on to people. It's true. So I was just like, this is a cool moment. I I'll ne- <laughs> <laughs> you were really You were really laying the groundwork. Yeah, no, I, I, I hang on to people. Good people, I hang on to. I, um, and so um, then, oh, I was, oh, I was in New York. And mm-hmm. I, I went back to New York. This was years later, a couple years later. And I was in New York. And he messages me on twitter no on i don't remember how you messaged me it was either you texted me or you messaged me and you mm. were like you and you're in new york and you didn't tell me mm. and i was oh, like right. you oh. probably like posted or oh, something yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah and i was thinking and i said to elliot i said uh leslie just texted me he was like <laughs> oh shit you got a friend now and i was like he's like wondering what i'm doing i was like what do i i don't know what what i'm acting so silly i'm acting silly this is not me <laughs> And so, he, so I said, you got asked to like a middle school dance. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think so silly. And so I said, I said, oh my god! I was like, well, I guess you said I have a show. You need to come see it. I want you to come see it. I'm yeah. leaving tickets for for you and Elliot. Mm. And he was like, it's at the public theater. He was like, you're gonna love it. Some casual Hamilton tickets. Just here you go. I didn't know what I was walking into. Yeah. I did not know what I was walking. That's into. the best though. I first of all, my friend told me about Hamilton. Um, at the public theater and she couldn't get tickets. Mm. She was like, you can't get tickets. So I was like, I guess I'm not seeing it. 
I didn't know he was in it. Mm. And the very next day is when you said, I have tickets for Hamilton. So yeah, like, because that was like at the beginning of this thing where I knew, you know, I knew what it was, but I, did, I didn't know if we were going to go to Broadway. I didn't know if it was going to run a long time. I don't, and then she had seen me in a show at the public theater that was a little less successful. So I was like, you're but he here. But still amazing. I need, to, I need you to that's, see something that, yeah, that's yes, me. Yeah, for that's, sure. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. he said. He said that. And when he said that, I was like, Negro, what are you talking right, about? I was right. like, you're amazing. It doesn't matter what yeah. you win. Yeah, whatever you're but in here. I, but I just remember thinking to myself, if he is wanting me to see this play yeah. in this fashion, it must be amazing. Mm -hmm. So when we show up, we show up, I text him, I said, oh, I'm here. And he's like, okay, this is, and he came out prior to the show. Now, I don't know if you know anything about theater, but that's just not something you do. No. You don't come out before the <laughs> no. show. He came out, he, he talked with us, and I was like, wait a minute, are we friends now? Because no, I could I feel, listen, what I, what I recognized early on what right. I recognized was that we were part of the same tribe right exactly. you know what I mean like we were we were in the struggle together you yeah. know what I mean like you were coming to see Hamilton that first show you came to I mean bro we were making like $400 a week yeah. in New York City like yeah. Hamilton we were making $800 yeah. which is like you know yeah. before taxes yeah. and agents yeah. you know we were really in the struggle yeah. together and also you I remember you were talking about your first album the first time I went to see right. Venice and you were asking me about just being on a label and just yeah. making an album and I remember saying don't release it unless you're happy with it oh yeah I was I asking just, you everything yeah yep. and so when Hamilton started I went, first of all, I, I've always, I love musicals <laughs> because, you know, I went to school for musical theater and stuff like that, but I've always hated musicals where they're singing throughout the entire thing. Okay. And I didn't know that that's what it was, yeah. but that's not what it was. It was much more than <laughs> that. Yeah. It was much more than that. He came out on stage and he starts singing and immediately I was like, oh shit, they're going to be singing this whole thing. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, is he rapping? I was like, what is this? What what is this amazing thing that I'm watching? I was I could already see you shifting in your chair. I was, like, I was looking is at that, Elliot. Is everyone else hearing this or no? I was like, this is phenomenal. And I said to I said to Elliot, if this doesn't go to Broadway, there is there is no hope for Earth. There really yeah, I isn't. I was just no, but you know, I was just trying to get my people in early because it's like, look, I don't know what this yeah. is going to be. So yeah. I was, yeah, I was and he, really and he happy did, he came. did, yeah. and 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 then after the show, obviously, things. But we walked to the subway. That was it. I was in New York again. This time, Hamilton is on Broadway. I'm with my friend. My friend goes. Do you want to go see a play? I said, yeah, let's go see a play. I said, let's go see Hamilton. He's like, oh, we can't get Hamilton. So I was like, I can get his tickets. <laughs> you, can't get <laughs> you can't get you Hamilton. Can't write. <laughs> You're talking to me now. I was like, I said, my friend's in it. And he was like, oh, I said, yeah, Leslie's in it. He was like, Aaron Burr <laughs> is your friend. I was like, mm -hmm. he's probably thinking some I, like random bit part. And I no. said, I said, but hold, I said, hold, I said, let me just text him first because I don't want to assume that I can get it because mm -hmm. I remember you were like, whenever you're back, yeah. if you ever want to see it. So I texted him. I said, hey, I'm in town, and he was like, okay, cool, I have tickets for you. And Sunday rolls around us on a Sunday, and we're sitting in Central Park, and I hadn't heard from him yet. And so my friend's like, so are we going? I was like, um. I'm not sure yet because I haven't heard back from him. So, and that's like, uh -huh. and so I called the theater. Yeah. And I said, I'm just calling to see if there are any tickets left for Michelle Moore. And she said, who would leave them for you? And I said, Leslie Odom Jr. And she laughed 
in my face, girl. She laughed. They're probably getting calls like that all day. <laughs> Whatever. And the name is Shell Moore. Yeah. Like, you know. And she said, no, there's no tickets here. I was like, oh, okay. And then 10 minutes later, you texted me. You were like, the tickets, the tickets are there. So after the show. I back. I mean, we, like, I just want to ask a question again. We saw. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. How about now? How about now? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me now? Lady, yeah. yeah. Yo, I'll, there see, now, I'll right? see you tonight. It was okay. So, what's your name? What's your, what's you got on? Know. What Let you got know. on? Okay. Yeah. You have my tickets. Run me my tickets tonight when I see. <laughs> Run me my tickets when I come through tonight. <laughs> you laugh. You got on that mouth. Right? Run me them tickets. Someone's getting fired tonight. <laughs> Enjoy your last like, day on the job. Beyonce, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> so we st- we see the show and then we go backstage. Now yeah. I, you know me. I don't like things being drawn to me in that way i don't like to be the center oh we know i don't mind being on stage but it's my decision she also doesn't like being introduced at a party i'm just gonna give you that (laughs) heads up if you walk down you you say this is michelle to a group of people she doesn't know talk to me so what what are you supposed to do what what are you you to do and and just pretend you don't even know who's (laughs) behind you and she will find her way in the room got it okay i'm just so introverted so if i make a decision to go on stage i go on stage it's my decision yeah i know how to run the stage i can man a band i could do all those things but when i'm standing in line or standing in line to go backstage my friend is very eager and i'm not an eager person yes okay because i don't need that (laughs) and and he was just like so excited. And I was like, all right, calm down. Like, bring, it down bring it down. Okay? Bring it down. Bring just it down. bring it down. So see, we're standing and he said, who's here? Anybody here t- to see the actors? And I said, I said, I am. And he's yelling it. And there's all of these people who have just seen the play oh, waiting no. for the actors to come out. Oh, no. So I said, um, Leslie. Mm-mm. And so he was like, you're here to see Leslie? And I was and it's so loud. And all the crowd was like, she knows Leslie. She knows. And I was like, oh, shit, man. David, David used to describe like that, that stage door situation as you were you were a beetle for a block. Yes. Mm. Like in New, in New York City, it is you, like you're very, very famous. For like a block, for like 46th Street (laughs) or 46th and 8th, I or 46th and 7th, whatever I was. Oh my god, I was motherfucking. I was like John Lennon. Yeah, Yeah, you cross (laughs) 7th Avenue, (laughs) don't nobody know you are. You could just split it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Split it, and so we go inside, and my friend is really excited. Yeah. Now the thing is that. He's my friend, but you know, I always tell the truth. So this is what's going to oh, happen. Here we go. Is so, this person still your friend or? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Something all right. like that. But it's all a right. white man. You know, I, I go on oh, white men. So, okay, so, right. we, so we, so we, we. Have I fought with him on Facebook? No, no, you okay, haven't. No, he's, okay, a, he's, cool. a, he's a, he's a, he's a conscious one. Oh, okay. Well. But he was also very excited. And I remember we walked in and I don't like to tell grownups how to act. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand grownups who lie and I don't want to have to tell you how to act. Yeah. So I was just cringe the whole time. So we, we go in and he sees me and he runs up to me and my friend's like, oh my God, like you really know him. Like it's like he didn't believe <laughs> it's, me. Yeah. It's not like that bullshit LA. Like I know them. And We're I'm friends. like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. We do, we do, we do whatever. We take a picture. I'm trying to get out of the way because he just finished doing a show. Yeah. I could hear he was tired in exactly. his voice. I'm just like, thank you so much. Bye. I just want to say hi, go to sleep. Oh, God. Girl. Hydrate. The guy that I brought with me, he was like, oh, wait, I know this person. I was like, oh, no, 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 honey. We no, 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 no. We're not doing that. No. I said, this was a gift. <laughs> Please. 
treated as such. Do not embarrass me and do not embarrass yourself. See, I don't remember any of that. Like, I don't, you know, obviously. Well, yeah, you're yeah. Yeah, like, but you know, what I, what I do remember too is like, you know, like any of this stuff, it was the same thing with the album. You know, we just, yeah. I just had, yeah. I just had you both at the little, which was little, so, I got a little surprised, I but surprised. I'm creepy. And so I, she already knew, I but kind I surprised of knew. Her. <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's, just, it's like you work on these things for so long, right? Hamilton was the same way. You know, you work on it for so long and you so desperately want to connect with people over it. Right. You're like, please tell me what you thought. Tell me everything you thought. Like, Let's go to drinks. Let's talk about like what, yes. you, what, you, what did you like? What did you yeah, not like? Yeah. What yes. parts did you, you know, because yeah. you're, you're, you so desperately want to hear how it um, affected people yeah. or what they got from it or, you know, because yeah. we're putting stuff out. We don't know what's connecting yeah. or it what's feel, it reaching It feels people. good when you're doing it, right? Yeah, But yeah. then it's like, I always say like when I create music, once I put it out, it's no longer mine. Yeah. yeah. So I have to really, really be ready to let it go. Because now people are going to want to dissect it and ask and like say, what do you what did you mean when you wrote this? And what is this song about? And it's just like, uh, do you guys find are people doing that with the podcast that like it's coming back to you in ways that you listen in good and bad ways? I I, we talk a lot about uh, it's self, you know, self-help. Basically, mm-hmm. we're, we're answering questions, but I do talk a lot about race. We talk about we talk about bo- uh, body, body positivity. positivity and all that other stuff. And I think when yeah. we first started, people weren't, weren't really some people weren't really te- taken to my way of speaking. Mm. And I and I, I said to her, we noticed the difference that whenever somebody had a problem, it was always with me. Yes. Nobody we were saying that we were doing the same things, but they saying would go the same thing. at really? her. Mm-hmm. They would mention her in the iTunes review. They would uh-huh. tweet at her. And I said, do you know why? And, and I said, it's because I'm the black one. Yeah. I said, because these are these are white women trying to tell me how I should be acting. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally saying the same things she's saying. I'm not saying anything different. Mm-hmm. So, but what's funny is that I don't really respond to that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't respond to, to I only respond to praise and thank yeah. yous. I don't respond to any anything else. And I'm the hand of the king, so I'm fighting <laughs> in every fucking Twitter thread. She's yeah. always, um, but but ooh. we don't get. I don't get a lot of it. But on the occasion no, that yeah, I had, it's still been very respectful. But because I don't respond, the funny thing is that I never respond to it because I t- I told Megan and I tell our listeners all the time, when you grow up in in a country that tells you that you're worthless, right? On on a grand scale and through history that your body means nothing you have a thick skin so you don't have to respond to everything you don't have to respond to the racism or 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 even like being a woman i don't have to respond to it because i know my worth and i know what i'm worth so if somebody has something to say to me that is uh, opposite of what i believe or whatever they're trying to persuade me that i should be different in doing so that's their right. They're allowed to do that. My right, I don't respond. And I told her what that looks like is people will go off, they'll speak and yell into the void, not get a response. She loves to mute a thread. Yeah. Loves. They won't get a response. And I said, and you know, two things will happen. One of two things will happen. They'll go away forever or they'll come back changed. Mm-hmm. Either way, I win. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And that has happened. And that has happened. I can't tell you how many people have come back and have reinserted themselves differently. Mm -hmm. Are devoted to Michelle now. Because I was like, that's how you train people how to treat you. 
don't respond to that stuff because they want you to. Mm -hmm. They want you to respond to and heighten and get. I'm I'm not going to meet you where you're at. Mm -hmm. What stuff comes at you, Megan? What? With this podcast, not so much. Mm -hmm. um, in general, I've been doing YouTube stuff for a long time. So I started 2006. Yeah. And so a lot of it has just been like a lot of bullying, a lot of like telling me to kill myself. You're disgusting. No one can mm. love you. Your parents must be so ashamed. Like that was early days. Right. Yeah. And the so, world has changed so yeah. much even in, this, in these few. I, yeah. I'm a new follower. Yeah. And I see yeah, how like free you are. So yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but you, you, so you've seen that change like from when you started to now. It's it it still happens, but the way that I respond to it, I think, is is different. Mm. In the early in the early days, I was sensitive to it, um, but not quite hurt by it. It was just like it reminded me of like what it was to be in middle school and high school and like have that stuff yeah. just on a bigger sure. scale. Sure. But the most upsetting thing to me was I would get I would get messages from other girls saying I want to sing and I want to do music and I look like you, but I couldn't do the comments that you get. Yeah. And so for me, it was always just like okay, well, I have a support system where I can push back. And I'll say all all the things that they don't want to hear, and I'll you, you'll you'll never be funnier than I am. Like whatever whatever you leave for me to make me feel horrible about myself, I will always be funnier. <laughs> and so I just I constantly post that. Like whenever I respond to a comment like that, I'm gonna get the last word in the best way. Right. Um. And so for me, it's been more of like not focusing on changing anyone's mind, which has been great for us to be together because that's been reinforced. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the main thing. Also, yeah. maybe you know, people are gonna think what they want to think. Yeah, and, and, and that's fine. I don't yeah. need any new friends. Right, I'm fine. Right, I'm good. Right, I'm not looking to convince right. anyone. So, like trying to convince someone who is determined to make you feel bad about mm -hmm. yourself is a waste of energy. Yes, it's just a waste of energy. Because I don't, I don't know them, so I don't respect uh, whatever opinion they think they have that holds weight with me doesn't but for me it's more important to show other people that follow me how you can respond to that right. in a way that isn't heightened by emotion right and isn't actually hurt right it's just pointing out how sad and ridiculous that is and i'm going to move on about my day did you sorry I'm, i've become the interviewer I but love it. forgive me <laughs> did you did you always like i'm talking about middle school and all that stuff yeah. like did you always have you always had this attitude about yourself and about sort of the criticism coming from other people or did it, mm. did something happen? Did you change your mind about mm. it or? That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Great interview. I love this. <laughs> uh, well done. I told you we're going to start another whole other podcast. It's going to be the three of us. Um, I think there was always a part of me that felt like it wasn't fair what was being said or done to me. Um, but a lot of it was coming from, it was coming from my family too. It was like I was being sent to fat camps and I'm being put on diet pills and you know, all this stuff. But there was just like at the core of me, I just felt like I shouldn't be treated differently because of the way I looked. Like there was nothing less about me. And so I kind of just retreated in my own little world. And like I was online, I was writing fan fiction. I was like, um, I started doing musical theater and choir and stuff in high school. And so I was just in my own little world. And I think I just kind of continued in that world. And that's kind of been at the back of my mind for everything. It's just, I don't know why I should feel bad about something. It's just sitting there and... and thinking about how does it make any sense that I should feel worse than anyone else because right. I look differently. Right. And so that's kind of just a driving force for yeah. and everything I think, we oh, do. And, right. And it, I didn't have anyone lo that looked like me that didn't hate themselves and wasn't starving themselves growing up. Right. I think, I think that we have so much in common. That's why this works. Because mm -hmm. we're on the surface, obviously, we're, we're different. Yeah. But we have so much in common in the way that we grew up. And uh, we're both bullied. We're mm -hmm. both made to feel like, you know, I, I went to predominantly mo mostly all white schools. And so it's funny to hear her speak about things because I learned things 
mm. about myself. I so worry about that for my for my daughter. Yeah. You know, like we for the first, it's so funny. It's like I grew up in Philly, you know, super multicultural yeah. situation. You know, I mean that in a in in a way that I never thought about it. You yeah. know, and I think that part of that was the makeup of the city. Part of that might have been. I, Part of that might have been the intention of my folks, but honestly, mm -hmm. I mean, I think we kind of just fell into the best that the city had to offer. And at that time when I came up, it really was like, you know, I, I, when I went to school, like it was, I went to school with everybody. Yeah. Like they were really a yeah. well represented like yeah. situation. And, you know, looking at nursery schools for my kid, you know, you can find yourself um, in this country, you know, race is you know um a socioeconomic construct yeah. as much as it is you know yeah. anything else and it's like i mean you can really find yourself you know in like a in like a white enclave before you even realize right. it you know what i mean right and it's like you're looking for i'm looking for a place for my my little girl to go to school and i'm like i didn't mean or intend for her to be the only black student right. anywhere like that's not what i came up in i'm yeah. so not interested in yeah. that so anyway Your it's been tricky for be us it's, it, 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 it well, she, we're, we're really making sure that's not the case yeah, i can't yeah. really abide by that i, yeah. I can't abide no, by yeah. her being the only black student Especially, or one of three i just can't yeah. yeah it's because the thing is that like i when i was in middle school there were a lot of black kids in my middle school but what was funny was there we had portables they kept all the black kids all the brown kids in the portables in the, in the building. That's where all the white kids were. Mm. They literally kept us separated. And and the times that I did did have a class inside, mm -hmm. it was a whole new world. Yeah. It was a whole new world in the portable area. Yikes! Do you know what I'm saying? But that mm -hmm. was back in the, that was back in the early '90s. So now it's I think it's re really important to be aware mm -hmm. for ourselves, for our children, everywhere, no matter what race you are to be aware of of the lack of diversity mm -hmm. yeah. you know because even if even if i was a white woman with everything that's going on and the things that i'm taking in i feel like all white women with children should make sure that their children are going to schools as well yeah where there are more people that they're so their their children can understand like the world don't look like this anymore. Yeah. It doesn't mm -hmm. look like this anymore. Mm -hmm. no, I thought I thought that the like the premium there was you know a, a premium placed on diversity when I went to college, right? Yeah. Um, that was you know that's even better now with the yeah. Carnegie and stuff. And um, yeah, like my presence or you know my my black classmates, my Asian classmates, my my. Latinx, you know, mm -hmm. you know, it's as much to as much a service to our white classmates that were there yeah. as it is to us, you know, like yeah. the, we we help each other, we we learn from each other, we you know we make each other better, and that's great because of where I where I went to school, I went to conservatory, I left, I left because, and I told them why I was leaving. It was my first year, you know, as as a freshman, you're not allowed to perform, you just do what you do. And uh, I I went to my voice and speech teacher and my my acting teacher, and I said, "Can you guarantee me that I'm going to have more opportunity to play other characters aside from the African princess, 
the slave or the maid because I could do that now. And I don't want to pay money to keep going here if that's all I'm going to be casted for doing. Mm -hmm. Because the seniors, the two black seniors sat down with me and was like, told me the real. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and when they told me, I was like, okay, they were just like, we just want to let you know this has been our experience. And as, you know, upperclassmen, it's our job to like make sure mm -hmm. that you know these things. So because, you could, you know, you go to school and you're excited about it. And uh, he's and he I said, I need I need you to be honest with me. And he said, I can't guarantee that. I said, OK, well, then I need to leave. I mm -hmm. said, I cannot be here. It just didn't sit right with my spirit. I was like, I, I, I cannot be here. There's literally there's 60 people in the conservatory and there's only six black people. And and that and then then he said, but we'll pick plays. We'll pick more plays with people of color. I was just like the fact that I even have to bring that to your attention so that you're. I, I, I said, I, I can't, I, I, I can't live, I, I can't, I can't yeah. do this. I'm already, and I remember I was in class, I was going to class, and I saw another black guy across the parking lot on campus, and we both walked up to each other. He said, you go here? I said, yeah. He was like, man, I'm just so excited. He was like, <laughs> but he was studying like science, but he was just excited <laughs> to see another black person in an all white neighborhood, an all white school. And yeah. it was a great school. It's just, I, and I still stay in touch with my classmates. But for me, I just couldn't at the time. I was just like, I, I, I can't. And I went, oh, I, I came back home and I started my own theater company that mm -hmm. was multicultural mm -hmm. because it was, it, it was that important to me right. that there were parts available mm -hmm. or, and not even just available. Uh, why can't I play, you know, Sandy in Greece? Right. I, why does it have to be? I mean, for history's sake, obviously. Well, no, yeah. the, the world the world has changed so much. And, and that's know, why when changed. I saw yeah. Hamilton and I and and I know that like in the Heights and stuff like that, I I like when I saw Hamilton, it rocked my world because I was trying to do stuff like that back in right. like early two thousand with my theater group. I right. was trying mm -hmm. to do stuff like that. We would pick, I would pick all sorts of different kinds of plays, mm -hmm. and that p people knew as all white cast mm -hmm. shift it, and I would just change it. I was just changed. So when I saw that, I was like, and this is part of history. You're telling a historical and still we were able to let go of all of that stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? That was what was fascinating to me because all the other plays I was picking, they were fictional. That you were playing Aaron Burr, you know, yeah. and a Latino man was playing Hamilton. I, it made it, it made it, it looked American to me. That made it, it made sense. Yeah. It looked American to me. And that I was so proud of that. That was the first time seeing that play was the first time I cared about history. Mm. I cared about American history because I'm a first generation American. I say that all the time. Yeah. My parents are Jamaican. And so I was the first. I don't have lineage in America. So I don't know. Sure. I don't know what it's like. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I would just go off of my friends that were American and ask them, like, who your, your grandmother or your grandmother's grandmother, what did they have to go through? Because all I'm learning is what they're teaching me in school. And apparently mm -hmm. that's not everything. Mm -hmm. So um, but yeah, seeing Hamilton really, really sh shifted me. It shifted me. I cared like I yeah. gave a shit. I really did. I really did. It just it looked it, it definitely I was like, man, I missed it. Made, made me miss theater yeah doing it like i because i 
I walked away from theater so long ago because I was just like, I, I don't want to be playing Tichuba. I, I just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I want to have a fair chance at all these yeah, other Yeah, because I'm good. You know, no. <laughs> like the best. I know I'm good. I know I'm good. And it's I'm just glad that there's such a big shift now that like, yeah, when um, his wife, Nicolette, got casted to play uh, the lead in Waitress on Broadway. Amazing. And I've seen her perform. Yeah. I went to see the, the other show she was in. Oh, yeah. Witness Uganda, probably. Witness yes. Uganda. Yeah. Or, yeah. She's just so good. She's so good. <laughs> just the two of them. I love it. Just so good. Just so I, talented. What's yeah. it like to be so talented? Tell us. <laughs> Tell um, us more. When you wake up in the morning, do you realize Jesus. how amazing you are? Or is it just something that comes later after your coffee? Or No, I mean, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say like, um, you know, the um, the thing that keeps me up at night and the thing that, you know, the thing that keeps, you know, a lot of the people, the circle that I run in, you know, it's like we're just really trying to get the most out of ourselves, you mm. know. Yeah. It's, you know, you're trying to really, really leave it all on the floor. And the the, the thing that you can't live with is like I, I wasn't as good today as I was yesterday. Right. Mm. You know, I, I got to be a little bit better every day. I got I have to keep growing or, you know. Yeah. You just and you feel like you're letting yourself down. By that. I'm yeah. I'm I'm big on community yeah. and keeping everything like in house and I work with people that have a vision for themselves and for what they want art to portray mm. and to teach and to educate and stuff like that. That's really, really important to me. Um and so anytime I get to have the opportunity to be around not just talented people because, you know, yeah. it, it's more than that for me. It, it, it's about, it's about the texture of the, of the, and the quality of the person that makes me want to be in a coexisting, you know, cohabitating with people like that yeah. makes, makes me feel good. It makes yeah. me feel good because even when I do take a break, I'm like, man, when he won the Tony, I was sick. <laughs> I was at home. I didn't know what I was doing with my life, but he won. I felt like I won. I was like, we all won. <laughs> it's it, like, I'm like, Michelle, you're that much closer. Like, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, right I, had there. that I had that experience sort of the other night, you know, watching Billy win. Yes. Yes. You know, Billy was one of my teachers at Carnegie. Billy mm -hmm. went to Carnegie. Yeah. yeah. I went to, you know, in large part one of the reasons why i went to that school was because of billy billy yeah. and there was another cat michael McElroy, and they were you know 10 years or so older than i was yeah. and you know black and they kind of you know had these you know voices that were similar to my similar yeah. to enough to mine and i was yeah. like yeah where did they study you know right. i, I want to go to the finishing school that they went to so you know i've been sort of chasing billy's accomplishments and not chasing billy's accomplishments for 20 oh. years you know just incredible so watching him knock another door down well deserved last night man was, he kills night in that show yeah. he kills in that show i love it do we have time for a question we have time for everything do you do you have time for a question of course okay, okay. all right let's let's pull let's, let's pull up a question uh for those of you who don't know you can email us at no lies detected at gmail.com are we live right we're not live right no now. We're no not we're not live, not okay. live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got nervous <laughs> oh. No, no, we're not live. Um, okay, let's see. I have two questions, but we'll start with this one. 
The title is How Do I Take Responsibility for Myself? Hi, Michelle and Megan. I've been an avid listener since the first episode, slowly embedding your collective wisdom into my soul. <laughs> However, there's one piece of advice I still stumble over that I hope you would elaborate on. How do you separate yourself from the roles you play? How do you accept yourself beyond being a sibling, a child, a friend, etc.? It's been exceptionally difficult for me to clearly define and prioritize what I'm responsible for. Any advice or guidance would be welcome. And then we have some astrology stuff for oh, well, Okay. Side note, I'm a 25-year-old Taurus sun, Sagittarius moon, and Sagittarius rising. And every single time I listen to your podcast, I don't know whether I should celebrate or feel the burn from being called out so often. <laughs> Thanks. That's what happens when you... <laughs> So. writing into somebody who's clairvoyant um <laughs> yeah i chose this because i thought the idea of i mean obviously we're all playing roles in our yeah. lives but also on that's, stage that's too, a good and question as an artist how do you separate yourself how do you take responsibility for yourself in all the forms i mean i always say that like we're whole people mm -hmm. we're not and it took me a while to, to understand that 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 uh, I remember in therapy, my, th my therapist said, she said, okay, Michelle, let's just pretend that you didn't sing, you didn't want to do it anymore, and you didn't want to perform, you didn't want to do anything. What would that look like? How would you feel? Mm. And I was just like, she said, who would you be? And I was just like, I don't know. Like you do realize that you will still be loved, right? Mm. Like if you decide you don't want to do any of this, that mm. your worth is not what you do. Mm. It, it, sitting in that therapy session, firstly, as the stubborn Sagittarius that I am, I was like, <laughs> bitch, you don't know me, okay? <laughs> but no, she, she really helped me to understand that my value is as soon as I was conceived, I was of value. Mm. I, I, would, I didn't come out the womb like this. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think when we're in our, in our family lives, when you're, when you're a child, you're loved, you're adored, you're taken care of, mm. if, if you're lucky, you know, if yeah. you're lucky, you're taken care just of. Just for being. Just for being. Mm -hmm. And then and you then start you, proving yourself. Then you go to school and it's grades and it's tests and yeah. it's did you pass and you can't wear this and you can't do this. And, and you start to feel confined. You mm -hmm. start feel, to feel confined like I got to be all of these things. If I'm not all of these things, I'm not worth anything. How you get on the other side, honey, I wish I could tell you the answer to that. It is just, it's just a journey and you just have to, you just have to journey through it. And it's, it's going to be a lot of back and forth because I know people that seemingly are just, they got everything. They got money, they got all these things, but mm -hmm. there's always that little piece when you go home at night and you're just like, is this what I want to do? Do I feel content? Am I happy? Do I feel like something? We're always striving. We're always striving. And the one thing that I can, that I could say for myself that I do every night is I started saying to myself, you did your best today. Mm. Congratulations. You made another day <laughs> because life is changing rapidly and, and the world looks different than what it used to. And uh, I believe that everything is for us. So if you just under, I would tell this person that if you, you can understand for yourself 
that you are whole. So everything that you are, you're a sister, whether you're a brother, a student, whatever, that is just one little side of you. And if you're worried about being messy, be messy. Just be messy. Just just throw your kiss. Just be messy. Get yourself in trouble. Do things that you normally wouldn't do. You know, don't hurt nobody. Don't break yeah. any laws. But allow yourself to be free of those change, chains because those chains are, are, are what keep you from living your life. Mm. Um, but there's really no answer to that. There's, there, there's not an answer to that. And I wish I had the answer to, to, to that question. Right. But um, that's my take. I think... For me, I realized at a young age and then I'm still it's something I continuously realize because you kind of get caught up in the, oh, I'm this thing now. I'm this person. This Mm -hmm. is what I do. Yeah. Is I started to realize that who I was triggered and signaled in other people something that was more than my doing. Right. Like who I was to other even online. Right. So I'm just doing what I do and I and it's funny to me and I enjoy making it. But what it does for other people, I have no control over. And it's an amazing thing that I get to be a part of. But it also, I only have so much of a, I have a responsibility to do the things that I feel are right and to grow into the person that I'm becoming. Right. And that's where my responsibility ends. Right. So when it comes to being a daughter and that role has shifted in a lot of ways in the past few years, being a sibling, it's really just constantly kind of coming back to myself and remembering that at the end of the day, regardless of how other people are seeing me or what part I'm playing in their life, um, I'm responsible to myself. Right. Because I, I, I think yeah. every, every section of our life is for mm-hmm. approval. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants approval. And I, I will say this as well. Comments, negative, great, praising, all that stuff. I mm-hmm. accept it, but I put it all in the same, same bucket. Yes. A bad comment is the same as a good comment. I don't need mm-hmm. it. Because yeah. if I love myself, I value myself enough. I, I, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm putting all of my weight into some, what somebody may, may or may not say, yeah. then I'm leaving myself yes. for somebody. Yes. And I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And so you, your life has to adjust. You have to look. You have to gaze. Be around people who are going to uplift you and praise you for who you are regardless but also tell you about yourself yeah remind you that you have worth right remind you of your worth right because if i'm angry at my friends it's because they not i feel like you're not doing what's best for you Mm. and i want you to do what's best for you don't worry about me yeah do you know what i mean yeah no i get it so i you know it's 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 one of those things that you just you understand life as life presents itself to you. I think it's also one of the things where like I I tend to like take things on immediately is like when someone comes to me and they're like, oh, I feel this way because of you and you did this thing and you're this. I immediately am like, oh, wow, am I a bad person? Like I start questioning myself and what I've started to do is turn the question around to really realize, okay, but what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we're in a fight because I didn't reach out to you. Why didn't you reach out to me? Like why am I responsible for everything that's going on with you? Like you start having to ask questions about why do you feel this way and why is it being directed towards me and take yourself out of the story a little bit to see that a lot of times the, the it's a lot bigger than just your small part in it. You can't control and if everything. You, if I can't tr- control how everyone... If you trust, do you trust the people? Because even with, um, yeah. with Sakar, I questions will be like... <laughs> Is that what's really happening right now? And then I have to be like, oh, wait, <laughs> that's true. 
maybe it's not. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the story we tell ourselves is the best one. Right, right, right. But that's okay. Yeah, but that's why, why you surround yourself with people you trust. So I would just say move forward in life, understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, you're going to have your good days. You're going to have great days. You're going to have let life be exciting. So mm-hmm. experience everything in amazement. Be amazed at the anger. Be amazed mm-hmm. at the happiness. Be just in wonder. Just yeah. just appreciate everything that's coming to you because it is for you and you'll learn and you'll grow and you'll be loved. You are love. Go forth. Anything to add? <laughs> well, I, I would say that I, I think that our experiences um, so far in society, you know, the, the experience of men and women is quite different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what they... Oh, um, it's happening. <laughs> oh, it's a soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of what, what society tells women they need to focus on and how they can respond mm-hmm. to those kind of things and, 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 and how they're supposed to play those roles is very different than the messages little boys who turn into men get. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very different. So um, I will say that as far as my roles are concerned, you know, son, brother, husband, father, you know, all that stuff. Um, alone time has been good for me. Yes. Alone time has been good for me um, so that I can define what those things are for myself. Separating, you know, you know, being a husband, for instance, you know, it's like my I, I really had to. um <clears throat> separate out you know the the way my dad husband or the way my right. grandfather husband is you know it was, it was like i was i was repeating patterns yes. you know what i mean i was like yes. i was doing things it's like oh because yes. this is the way i've always seen it done like this is how you are married yeah breaking that kind of generational everything that's a major unto itself yes, yes. yes. you know and it's and it's really so it's the life walk it is the work you know and so it's like you know alone time so you can really define those things for yourself and then your integrity is living up to your own standard your own version of those things what does being a good son good daughter mean to you what Mm. does being a good husband mean to you a good wife mean to you good friend what does that mean to you you have to define define that and then live up to your own standard your i'm sorry i'm i'm shifting just because i'm getting something oh here we go your aura is green your color i can see it your aura money no (laughs) it's the money talk to me about (laughs) Green yeah, we only like when she sees dollar signs around us. I'm like, Our spirits coming through start. to tell us about direct deposits. <laughs> <laughs> Should I check? Okay, what is Should green? I, is there but a wire transfer about, so happening? What is green? I, mean. I can just give you a slight definition, okay. but I'll send you something as well. All right. But you are of nature. I think I'm green too. Huh? Am I green too? Yes, you're green as well. We're green together. You're you're of nature. And but his is emerald green. Ooh. His is different than yours. Okay. Yours is has a richness. And I can send you something that'll break down personality stuff. Please. Yeah. But you have a richness because when you speak, you are blessed. You have a blessed, a blessed tongue. Like when you speak, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's on a scroll. Do you know what I mean? Like it's being presented. Like, you know? And so 
that's why I said the album. Let's talk about his album. For oh a second. yeah, yeah, please. Okay, so uh, Leslie uh, allowed us to come and listen to his album and help make the order for his album coming out in November, right? Yeah, November eighth. Yeah. November eighth, and he just released a single called "Under Pressure." When I heard the 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 these the songs, this is it's the same feeling I got when I saw you on Smash. The same feeling. You are like anointed with something. And that coming from me is like, because I just don't say things like but listen, that. Listen, you know, like, look, I, I, ain't, I didn't come here to necessarily, you know, get all that kind of stuff. But what, I, <laughs> but what I'll say is that that room, just like, so you listen, so that it was what, like 10 or 12 Maybe people like, there? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, people. it was yeah. super curated. Like, yeah. I, you know, there was, it was a very personal thing to me. I haven't talked to you in a minute. Yeah, we had but it. Was, but we had been texting for some, yeah. uh, we were like, yeah. we texting like, yes, oh, we should we hang did. out. Because yes. I hung out with Ellie. Yes, right? Yes. <laughs> I had invited Ellie yeah, to another yeah. thing. And like, and so anyway, you and I were texting and yes. I was like, so when I was putting together that room, I, I just, there's certain, I'll know when I see it, it's like there's certain energies that I need in there to hear this thing for the first time and help me make some decisions. And right. I'm so great you invited yeah. Megan. But, yeah. you know, it was like, yeah, I, I wanted your energy in there. I was like, I, you know, she's going to tell me the truth. Yeah. She's, you know, and, and for better or worse, like the way she receives it. Is yes. going to tell me a lot about that, but that's what value. you need to know. Yeah. You need to know that for for yourself, because you can have confirmation within yourself, right? right? Confirmation is good within yourself, yeah. but when you respect and trust other people and the way that they go about their stuff, yeah. then then you do want them in the you want them in the room. You, you do. You do. You want them in the room, and I'm just telling you, you there's an anointing on you, and I, I and I. It's it's fascinating because the same energy that with this album, you're telling a story and there's a richness in that story that will only reach a certain group of people. Right. Because the other group of people just hear it and be like, oh, this is a great song. Mm -hmm. Right. And truth is, it is all the all the music is incredible. But the underbelly of it, the underlay of that. Oh, man, it's like. Do you remember, I'm going to say something, Sammy Davis Jr., he was, black people hated him. They hated him because he was singing with white men and all this other stuff. But he was a black man. He had black experiences. It doesn't matter who he was singing with or hanging out with. And they did a, they had a, I can't remember what it was for. I think it was after uh, Martin Luther King died or, or was shot. I can't remember, but they had this huge festival. And and I just I just saw it again on a documentary. Sammy Davis Jr. walked down to the audience, this whole bunch of black people, and they were booing him. Like, how dare you come here, you know, go back and sing with your white people. And he said, he said, I'm like you. I'm just like you. And he said something so I'm I won't go into all of that. But what, what he said changed people's mind mm. immediately. And then he was embraced. And you have that. You have that with your art. But you also have that on, in your tongue. I remember when you were on, uh, what's his face? Char was it Charlie Rose? That interview. Yeah. Good old Charlie, man. Can't man, that like interview. You can't, but like, you can't You even... said something like, you have Charlie's to fashion yourself. 
you said something and I felt like I was at church. I was watching. I was like, yes, Leslie. Charlie used to conduct an interview, bro. But like, look at Charlie now, man. Charlie's gone. Yeah. Out of here. But yeah, God bless him. Yeah. Char- nobody interviewed like Charlie. Maybe y'all. Yeah. <laughs> nobody interviewed like Charlie, man. man. That, that, round, that round table, sitting at the round table. I remember going to Charlie. Yeah, I, I was like. It was my first interview ever was yeah. fucking oh, Charlie man. Rose. Okay. Oh, come on. So I, I, I like boned it. up on a bunch of, I was watch, just watching a bunch of sort of like, I need to, yeah. you know, come correct. Mm-hmm. I thought Charlie was going to talk. I thought he was doing somebody a favor, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, he's going to talk to me for like 10, 15 minutes. And like, yeah. so I just need to like hold my shit together for like 10, 15 minutes but with Charlie Rose. And then I'm he good. does his research. Yo, Charlie talked to me for like 15 minutes. My head was swimming. <laughs> like, cause like, cause they turned the AC off in that room. Like the room was hot. Charlie, is, it is like. <laughs> Like, and you everything know, you studied went out the window. Oh my God! You are like, you're like it's Charlie Rose, and I literally got woozy in the middle of that. Like you know, but I got woozy, and then I got to the other side of the wooziness, and yeah, I was I was um really oh, happy with that conversation. It. You yeah. nailed it. You you said things that I I needed to he- hear. And it's very hard for me to be reached because no, yeah, no, I understand. I, I don't suffer. I'm fools. the same. I'm the yeah. same way though. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like I, I, I'm a harsh critic. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, people that are, people that are opinionated, people that are, you know somewhat well-read yeah. i'm talking about myself now you yeah. can be very well-read yeah. you know what i mean like people that have taken in a lot and and that and and have been you know reared yeah you know what i mean like so you have opinions and you have a, a you're, thrust you're active in life you, right like you know that. what i mean like you have a thrust yes. in this life it's like it can be hard to reach us yeah you know so when somebody that you know billy billy was able for that for me he was able yes, to cut I through he was able to cut through and get to me yeah you know what i mean and like say some things at a at a at a time in my life that like changed me. Yes. You know what I mean? And so yes. no, I, I know what you it mean. Is, it's fascinating when it happens yeah. though. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I have new partnership and I, I feel that way. It's like the bottom drops out and you're like, oh shoot. I didn't realize it was capped off. And you just literally yanked the, the tablecloth from under me. And now I'm, I'm in a whole new world. Yeah. Before it was boring. People were boring me. Nobody was challenging me. I didn't feel challenged by anyone. When I, anytime I've seen you on TV, an interview, or or just even your speech at the Tonys, I'm just like, you're reaching me like from the depths. Things you're saying things to me that that in secret. I have a conversation with my intuition. I feel the same about you. Just so you know, that's really? why. Yes, that's why we're friends. Yeah, yeah. It, it it means so much to me, and I know we we we've seen each other maybe four times in like ten years, maybe. I don't more know. than four. I would probably say like <laughs> how she does it six to seven. Six to seven. Wow. Yeah, we've seen yeah. each other, and I feel such Which a is more than I've seen some other friends of mine. By <laughs> the way, true. you know what I mean? On some real, people on some that real live shit. in Los Angeles. You're right. On some real shit, I probably see you more They're than like, like, like you live over be- the hill. <laughs> People are like you've seen him six times. Like, I live bro, in the same cities. People will see each other at other conferences in other parts of the U.S. I'm like, we live down the street from each other. Like, it's it's people I went to college with. Like, we spent a good four years together. I haven't seen them since. But yeah. like, but on some real, it's like I I feel the same way about them. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I would right. you know like if if and when we see each other yeah. when we drop dropped in with each other. Like, I would and be there's like, purpose. There's yes, purpose yes. to it because I'm not a type of person that's like let's just hang out all the time. You know what no. I'm saying? I'm <laughs> no, not no, like no, that. No. So. See, any any time I do see you, I get such a 
revival. Like it was, I, I feel inspired in a way that I haven't felt in a very long time. And I, and I don't, I feel like it's just particularly, especially for Leslie Odom Jr. Anytime I see you, I'm like, oh, there it is again. Actually, I do want to do things. <laughs> I, I, I listened to that album and I was like, this is the album I've been wanting to make. Yeah. Actually, that's what it was. I feel remember, like we remember? left that you want to do music and acting again. Like there's a whole <laughs> shift. Like, so yeah. you hit me up. You hit, anyway, but you hit me up about the old album. That's what. That's sort of why we connected again. You know what yes. I mean? You were like, I'm. Li- you sent me a screenshot. You were like, I'm listening to. Yeah, that's right, what it was. right, that's right. What it was. And I, I was sent like, him a screenshot, and is. I said, "This is on. Re- anytime this song <laughs> plays, I play it over again. I don't care who's yeah. in the car. And who's she's with me. not saying any of that to butter anyone. I know anything. this, yeah. and that's why I know. Yeah. This. So I yeah. sent it because I was thinking of him, and then yeah. I think a week later, that's when you yep, were just like, "Hey, are you around today? Yeah. Can you?" And I was like, "Of course." Yeah. Of course I'll come. Please come tell me if this is trash. Yeah. I just need you to show up and tell me. Never. She hit yeah. me up and she was like, just get dressed. I'm not telling you where we're going. It's yeah. a surprise. And I was like, what would Michelle take me to do? She, she know- figured it out. And I, and I wrote, really? I literally She's wrote a- in my notepad app. I was like, Leslie? Yeah. Question so, mark. <laughs> so that when we met up, I could be like, I knew it. I sensed it's it. because we're both green. It. I, it's, maybe you that felt the green. You felt the green. And I sing Stronger Magic every day. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Uh, every day. So good. So good. So, so, so good. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this album. And... I think that having you here mm-hmm. in this space is just it's such a blessing for everyone else to oh, have yeah. all three of us in a space together all having a conversation. Be, be blessed, y'all. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> we did this for you. No, it, it, it's it's been it's been really nice. The storyline, the timeline of mm. of our relationship and how it's kind of because I do I feel like sometimes I see you and I'm like I feel like your cousin I feel Same like tribe, yeah sure. I just feel like we're related yeah. even my mom she's like tell Leslie I said hi she's never met you but I gotta any, meet her I gotta she, meet her do you know, <laughs> she, 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 she sends me stuff like oh Leslie's gonna be on this and I'm like how do you know? <laughs> yes, I need to meet her yes what is taking so long family Let's vacation go. She tells me about all the things. She's like, I recorded it for you just in case you didn't get a chance <laughs> I to put see it. DVR. She, she sings your praises. Aww. So it's, and, and my mom is like that. So like, I, I thank you. Thank you so much for yeah. your service to the culture and to just human beings in general. I think that whatever's, whatever's coming for you is, 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 is so much greater than where you've already been and that is like that's what i'm that's what i'm seeing that is that is so it's so much greater it's so much greater it's greater than than you could even than whatever you've been praying for it's it's much more like your spirit guys are telling me tell tell him right now tell him to tell him to ask for more and to think bigger you're not asking for enough that's what it's. That's what I'm getting. And money, money. <laughs> Your rates gotta go up. Yeah, we gotta yeah. double it. Yeah. If they say yes too quickly, it's too low. I'm taking it. Yeah. I'm taking that. I'm taking that today. Thank you. Yeah, for you gotta you, you gotta ask for more. You gotta demand more. You are you are in a much greater position than.
stop being humble. That's what that's what I'm getting. I don't know. It's a it's a female energy, but she's like tell them to stop being humble. You don't need it. It's already within you. So you don't need to add a, another layer to it. Just trust that you're already that. And then everything else will start to, you can start taking that one. And I want that, that, and that, and that's it. That's what it is. That's what I'm getting. Stronger magic. You know? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> and on that. <laughs> and on that. That's a good closing. There you go. <laughs> um, please get this album when it comes out. Yes. I'm so excited. It's called Mr. Uh, MR, right? That's right. And follow us all on everything. Yes. Follow us on yes. the Twitters and the Instagrams. And yes. And Leslie all of Odom those Jr. things. At Leslie Odom Jr. Yes. There you go. Yes. I'm um, going to. Um, you want to you do this little outro? Yes. I'm Megan Tonchus. You can find me at <laughs> Megan Tonchus on most things. M-E-G-H-A-N-T-O-N-J-E-S. You're such trash. That's okay. I'm Michelle Moore. M-I-S-H-A-L-M-O-O-R-E. All over the place. And make sure that you follow us on everything. Check out No Lies Detected on iTunes. Leave a review if you want to. Share it with a friend. And you're here. You're better. You're You're welcome. welcome. Have fun, bitch.